boy, is it as balls hot there as it is here? Um, it cooled. It's like seventy-seven. Wow. It's down from the nineties, so yeah. That sounds lovely. It's so humid. It's just awful. Hate it. Hated it. Uh, let's see. I have only been watching one thing. I've been watching The Bear. We are to episode five, I think it is. We were going to double up and do two episodes last night, but we watched, I think it was called Pasta or Pop, and it was, you know, the regular time, and then I look at the next episode, and it's an hour and six minutes, and I was like, (laughs) Fish is as long. That's the one with all the guest stars. So I was like, okay, I don't think we're going to be able to double up tonight, so. Yeah, yeah, that one's, it one's like straight movie length, and it's just, whew, it's a lot. So you need that one on its own. Yeah, we're watching that one tonight. So yeah, yeah, you're good. Um, What have I been watching? Um, We finished Secret Invasion on Disney Plus. It's the Nick Fury, blah blah blah. One of their Marvel (laughs) series. It was okay. I paid attention to maybe twenty five percent of it. Uh, (laughs) Just didn't do it for me. I don't. I don't think I don't need to know Nick Fury's story. I don't know. I love Samuel L. Jackson. I love the character. I just right. didn't need the, I didn't need all that, but I gotcha. it's important. I mean, if you listen to my son, it's very important because it ties all these <laughs> things together. Okay. Anyways. Also, I forgot about this last time we talked. I watched on Hulu. It's a, like a docu-series called Betrayal Perfect Husband. Oh, I heard that was really dumb. So that's why I haven't watched it. What did oh, you think? I don't know. I thought it was pretty good, but it's like, it's. They did a docu-series after they had made it into a podcast. Right. So, um, I did, I was not familiar with the podcast. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, <laughs> through this whole thing. Because, like, oh no, this guy was straight up garbage. And he, like, I, he would have fooled me too. But, yeah, it, I thought it was, I don't know, I thought yeah. it was interesting. I don't, I mean, it got very kind of cheesy towards the end, but... Mm-hmm. I loved that the wife is angry and they showed just how angry she is. And I, and I loved that. Like, they, like, cause a lot of them are like, Oh, it's forgiveness. And forgiveness isn't about you. It's about me. Oh, shut up. Be angry. Be angry. <laughs> Own it. Um, what else did I watch? Um, we went to the Barbie movie. Uh, it was okay. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I love, I mean, great themes. It wasn't like my favorite movie ever, but whatever. And then I just started, it's on, peacock it's called twisted metal it's based on a playstation game but it has anthony mackie in it and um oh the girl who's um the stephanie beatrice from encanto encanto that's the word i'm looking yeah it has nev campbell in it too like where's she been hey nev hey nev um yeah and then it's got um will arnett is a voice of this really horrible clown guy i don't know i got like i have i barely finished the first episode but it was entertaining I, I want to see where it goes i didn't realize it was based on a game i didn't either but like there was a scene where he's like driving this car and like he crashes through like an old mall and it very slowly a playstation game called twisted metal went really slowly across his windshield and so i turned to my kid and i was like is that a game oh, cool. i was like is that a game and he's like yeah it's a playstation game and i was like Oh, I was like, uh, Easter egg, I guess. I don't know. It was it was very, very, very obvious. I wonder if they um, are kind of like trying to climb on the back of the... Um, Last uh, of Us? Yes, The Last of Us by being... I am 100%. 100%. Because it's, it's that same kind of vibe, except for sillier. 
and not like not serious. And I don't, I don't. If there's zombies, I don't know about it. I haven't seen them yet. So cool, cool. Okay. Well, hello everyone. Welcome to That's So Original podcast. I'm Kelly. I am here with my friend Tiffany. Hi, Tiffany. Hello. And we are here today talking about cruel this summer. Thing called life. Sorry, it sounded this... like the beginning of Prince. Like. <laughs> I brought you on here today. Oh my god, we just listened to that last night. Uh, what are we doing? Season oh, two of Cruel Summer on Hulu slash Freeform slash whatever. This is episode two. It's Ride or Die. And I was like, hey, I knew that would come back. And I swear I didn't even look and see what the next episode was called. I was like, boom, called it. Well, it was very much like this game across the windshield. It was very pointed. Like, that's going <laughs> to yeah, come back later. That's definitely going to come. Yeah, there's no subtlety in Cruel Summer that you can be assured of. You don't wear right, that I'm... until least freshman year. So this 12-year-old <laughs> is like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> well, she was 12 during the first season. So maybe she is like around 14 now. I don't know. So. Yeah, there's a lot more like sexy times in this than there mm-hmm. was in the last season. So maybe. Yeah, there is. Okay. All right. Take it away. I think you are starting us off. Of course, we get the computer clickety-clack 1999 modem telling us these events took place on July 18th, 1999, December 19th, 1999, July 18th, 2000, on or around these dates, whatever. So we open with Smooth by Santana and Rob Thomas playing. We were back in the past, in the summer times. And Isabella is writing a letter to someone named Lisa. And she's like, I don't know where you are, what exotic location you're in, blah, blah, blah. But she says, everyone here treats her like she's an exotic creature, makes it really fun to mess with them. And she thinks she's going to like it here in Chatham, but there's just one obstacle. Quick cut to Megan driving off while Isabella tries to flag her down (laughs) for a ride. (laughs) I was like, oh, poor Isabella. So we go into the wintertime. In the dark blue period. And somehow Chatham has the most well-stocked adult store around because the area around Isabella's RV is littered with blow-up dolls, inflatable boobs, and peens, all with nasty messages on them because everybody thinks that she slept with Luke in this sex tape. And they're, they're like, oh, she's so awful to Megan. Nobody gave a shit about Megan. Like, nobody cared. Did they put blow-up dolls outside of Luke's place? So, like, Isabella's the slut, but, you know, Luke also, it takes two P.S. And everybody's probably, like, calling him a stud. Yeah, and who's re- and like who's recording this? I would think it'd be Luke, right? But that's what I'm thinking here at this point. Fast forward to the green times, and Isabella walks out of Megan's house, like she, like she was just in Megan's house, to find her on the porch. And she just starts like they are mid-conversation. Like, there was no, no, she's like, walks out of the porch, says, we both said things we shouldn't have, but now that they found Luke's body, people are going to start asking questions, so you can't shut me out forever. And Megan just looks at her, and like, she always does the Irish goodbye, and just storms mm-hmm. into the house without a word. And like, these girls, and their storm-offs, that's like their favorite thing to do. Everyone's favorite thing to do because several times in this episode, Luke's doing it. I'm like, all right, no one says goodbye or ends a the conversation. They just walk away. So, in the happier times in the summer of 99, Debbie is teaching Isabella how to crack an egg. And Isabella, clearly never having done this before, she just slams it on the side of the stove and it goes everywhere. <laughs> oh, silly Isabella. I was like, they don't have eggs in other countries? Like, that's no. a thing. 
Okay. She's a diplomat starter. She's never had to crack an egg. Okay. Debbie just laughs because messes are fun. And Isabella tells her about this dish that they have in Tunisia that's made with eggs and a spicy tomato sauce because she's a world traveler and all. Debbie is like, do you have friends all over the world? You're so amazing, Isabella. Isabella says no because they moved around so much until she went to boarding school. Debbie asked if she missed her parents while she was there. She was like, well, not really. They were always working, so whatever. Lily is also in the kitchen being annoying with her pigtails. I just thought I should mention it. Isabella tells Lily about her BFF from boarding school, Lisa. So that's who she was writing that letter to at the beginning. She is so fun and she's so driven. She's a total control freak. And the mom's like, oh, sounds like somebody we know. (laughs) But then Lily says, yeah, but they aren't friends because Megan sucks. Isabella is like, no biggie. It takes time to get to know someone. And after breakfast, it's Isabella's turn to do some snooping and get to know Megan. So she's poking around and Megan's room and looking on her shelves and at her computer and then she notices Megan's wallet is sitting on a table so she picks that up. In the winter times Debbie is telling Isabella that she just spent an hour on the phone trying to convince the principal not to suspend her. Can we pause right. for a second? I, it, Why? This makes no sense to me. None at all. What the fuck? Why would the principal and she's like well the whole town saw you having sex. I'm like Well, that makes sense. Except it makes absolutely no sense. What on earth? Why? I don't. Was Luke going to get expelled? That is what I need to know. Who? Why is Isabella getting this treatment and not Luke? What? I don't know. Maybe he is. I think I actually do touch on that in a few minutes. But seriously, why? It's not like they purposefully showed it. It's. It's. Oh my God. Even if they did, how was it related to. Your school. school. You weren't Other at than school. the principal happened to be at this party. Why is the principal right. at this party? Is she a big investor? She got that principal money she's throwing around? It doesn't make any yeah. sense. <laughs> like, yeah, they weren't on school property making the tape or, you know, having sex. I don't know who made the tape. They didn't show it on school property. They didn't send it to anybody at the school. This is so stupid. Anyway, Isabella is like, thank you. I don't know why she says thank you because fucking A, this shouldn't even be an issue. Debbie says, well, it's going to take a lot more than that for Megan to forgive you. It's so dumb. Okay, um, back in the summer, Isabella goes to Megan's work and brings her her phone. So at this weird bar. Megan oh, says, it's her phone? Yeah, it's her phone. Oh, I'm so stupid. Okay, her phone. It took me forever because I only know it's because that's what she handed her at the bar. I was like, I went back to that scene several times. I was like, what did she pick up? But that's it's her a, phone. I couldn't figure it out either. Okay, thank you. I'm glad you caught that. And Megan says, thanks. Wait, did you go to my room? And Isabella says, I thought that's what we did here in America. Stupid international me. (laughs) Luke shows up and orders a sandwich to go and asks if it was bring your exchange student to work day. (laughs) Oh, Luke, you're a Luke, are you a card? Anyways, (laughs) Isabella asks, what are you doing today? He says, laying in the pool and playing PlayStation. I was like, does your cord reach that far? Because that seems like a lot. (laughs) Um, that seems like a bad plan to make a PlayStation and pool and water, but whatever. So Isabella immediately orders a dozen subs and says, hey, let's have a party at your pool today. Like, just invites herself and creates a party right. by herself. And so Luke asks Megan if she wants to come, and Isabella says, don't pressure her. She knows where to find us <laughs> because we're so cool. In the winter, 
<sighs> so after the whole sex capade, Megan is sitting in a chair watching the sex tape, as one does, because, you know, she's so upset about the sex tape. And Isabella brings her a tray of food. I was like, sex tapes make you, like, you're just stuck in bed. That's oh! my love language. Bring me food. Bring me upset. soup. I can't handle it. And Isabella's like, what are you doing? And Megan says, I just want to see the end of it. So Isabella kind of stands back. And the camera on the tape pulls back. And we see it wasn't Luke having sex with Isabella. But he was with Megan. Dun, dun, dun. Big reveal. Megan is freaking out because she knows when the principal sees it's her on the tape, she's going to revoke her scholarship and she'll be stuck in this stupid town forever with her stupid sister and her stupid mom. I don't know. Why, though? It doesn't make any sense. You want to tell me all these girls in college, none of them have done this? None of them are having sex. Yeah. One plus one does not equal two. I cannot follow this. It doesn't make any sense. So Isabella says, everyone already thinks it's her on the tape, so let's just make sure it stays that way. And she says she's going to be gone a few months anyway, so people can call her a slut. She doesn't care. Whatever. She's like, you know, she's a student of life. <laughs> she says, Megan, you're like a sister to me, and I'm not going to let you lose your scholarship over this. Best friends take bullets, give kidneys, etc. You're the most important world in the world to me. Ride or die isn't just words. You do the same for me. And Megan's like, uh-huh. Um, I like, that's what I said. Megan's like, sure, I would. Ri- 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 ride or die? Uh, okay, ride or die. Yeah, yes. okay. Oh, my God. I was like, this uh, friendship escalated quickly because, like, five months ago, they hated each other. And now they are going to... Taking bullets and donating <laughs> yes, kidneys. giving kidneys. Right. So, in the future, in summer 2000, the coroner's report has come in. Luke died from drowning, but interestingly, he had an abrasion on his giant elephant ear that suggests that some... <laughs> kid has unfortunate ears. Anyway. I literally can't hate on it because so does my son who got him from my dad, but I have questions about Luke being a heartthrob. Anyway, this suggests that someone fired a gun at him. He also had a shit ton of benzodiazepine in his system, which the sheriff tells us is a muscle relaxant. Thank you, sheriff. I didn't even have to Google it. However, whoever, excuse me, did this, wanted to make sure he was sufficiently fucked up before he went into the water. Okay. Cut to Isabella, Debbie, Megan, Lily, ride or die in the car together. They are... Uh, watching people place like mementos by Luke's house. Isabella says, Luke's going to have a million new best friends. Everyone jumps on the grief train, like when Princess Diana died, and all of a sudden everyone cared about the royals. You remember that? I do. Back in summer 99, Isabella and Luke are riding together to Luke's place for this pool party. He asks why she picked Chatham, and I, too, would love to know this. She says it's more about the people because she was an only child. She wanted lots of brothers and sisters. I was like, that did not answer the question at all, but okay. You could literally go anywhere else that has a lot of people. (laughs) Literally, people are everywhere. And I'm pretty sure there are about 300 people in this town. So, like, if you want to be around a lot of people, this isn't it. Luke says he always wished he was an only child because Brent is a dick. And Isabella says that staying with a family really appealed to her. Debbie's letter was so great. And I was like, this is the second time we've heard I about this letter. I need to hear letter. this damn letter. <laughs> I know. This must have been a, an amazing letter. She says in the letter, Debbie talked about Megan and Lily. And she was warm and honest and funny. And the vibes were great. And then Luke is like, I'm just so glad that you chose us. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they arrive at Luke's house. 
the party is already going on without them. Like, <laughs> right. who who invited they planned these? this party twenty minutes ago and it's already. I know she like heard about it. She's like, yeah, let's have a party. So Brent is grilling. Isabella and Luke come in, and they go and they're like, Parker's like, oh, well, Brent's already grilling, and. Isabella's like, cool, I brought subs. And she holds up, like, it's a tiny little lunch bag. And there's supposed to be 12 subs in there. Mm, Yeah. How? Make it make sense, Cruel Summer. Make it make sense. At least bring a grocery bag. Whatever. I don't know. She's like, I carried a watermelon. You know, she's just like, It's so dumb. So Isabella says, word travels fast around here. Like, you guys made this whole party when I was even thinking it. You're like a Facebook FBI agent or something. Luke says, yeah, if you tell one person one thing, the whole town knows. Ooh, that sounds ominous, like, to future Mm -hmm. shit. So, in the winter times... Oh, wait, okay. In the winter times, Isabella is um, burning the sex tape, and Megan is trying to talk her out of it. She says, people here are gonna shame her, and Isabella says, whatever, I don't... I get it. Americans are prudish about sex. And Megan's going, I don't want you to regret this. Isabella says, as long as the truth stays between the three of us, you know, me, you, and Luke, and his giant ears, then no one will ever find out. And Megan wants to know, who could have done this? And Isabella says, um, I can think of one local filmmaker with a grudge. And Megan says, Jeff? And I was like, I said Jeff. Well, how did you not know Jeff? And then Isabella says, yes, men scorned are worse than women. And they're going to figure out who did this. And I was like, how was he scorned? Did he like, oh, I need to know more about this Jeff situation okay still in the future debbie has brought the girls to luke's dad's house like why like she just showed up at their dad's house brent is there and says the sheriff called and his dad's down at the station isabella wants to know why she just she's full of questions today and brent says luke didn't just drown they think he was murdered dun 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 okay back in the airstream this is... I don't know what time frame this is. This is the this, future. Oh, this is right after same, they found out he was okay. murdered. So we're continuing on. Mm. Isabella is packing up her shit because she's getting the hell out of Dodge. Parker is with her. I don't know. I guess they're best friends now. Uh, anyway, Isabella opens a drawer and there's a picture of her and Luke and Megan. Put a pin in that. We're going to come back to it. This girl... Um, this girl. Parker says she heard her mom talking this morning about how the sheriff is bringing everyone down to the station for repeat interviews. Isabella immediately craps her pants. I was like, I hope she didn't pack her underwear yet because, girl, <laughs> you don't need it. Back at this dumbass pool party, Brent is pouring drinks when Isabella comes strutting out in her bikini. I was like, did they go back to the Airstream to get it, or she just carry it around in her pocket? Questions. She saunters up to Brent and says the drink he's making looks intense. Whatever that means. I I don't know. This whole interaction is being filmed by none other than Jeff, because of course he brought his video camera to this pool party. He continues to film as Isabella talks to these random girls about how baby oil is the best tanning lotion ever. Isabella looks at Jeff and tells him to knock it off. Then she continues her strut past Parker and compliments her song choice from the other night. Then she starts to flip through a book of CDs and Parker slams it closed and she's like, strangers don't get to touch my CDs. And Isabella's like, wow, chill. These are going to be like ancient technology in 20 years. She tries to compliment Parker's taste in music, but Parker is just not interested in the niceties with Isabella. She tells Isabella to go rub some sunscreen on Luke, who is not even in a swimsuit, I might add. 
And then she goes over there and they flirt a little and who cares? That's literally what I wrote. I don't care. She says, go put sunscreen on Luke. He's looking red. I was like, are you his mom? Like, what? why do you care? I will say, Isabella looks nice in that bikini. Like, that's a yes, cute bikini. Yes, she did. She's she a pretty she, girl. She is way too pretty for Luke. Like, that's she's I way too pretty for all the people in this all town. All of them. Yes. That's, that's why I was like, I can't. There's so many unbelievable things about this, but that is, like, my one of my top ones. I'm like, he is a dweeb. No offense to the actor who plays Luke. I'm sure you're a very nice guy, but, like, Isabella fucking bombshell you know that's it doesn't jive for me i think that that kid was a child actor i think i've seen him in stuff when he was younger and it's weird to see him grown up and he still looks exactly the same like his face didn't get different right he's just got that weird little kid face still i don't know so in the winter time the girls are trying to convince luke to let everyone think that he cheated on megan i'm just yeah just go with it okay they say his friends will love it. And he says, well, um, my dad sch- has already scheduled a family meeting. He's not happy. He's like publicly embarrassing t- Steve Chambers is a major offense. Brent's going to deny having anything to do with it. My dad will buy it. Well, Isabella stands firm. She says, I think it was Jeff. I don't think it has anything to do with Brent. And Megan says, no, his tapes are way more professional. And I was like, his sex tapes? Like, I don't want to know how he's even seen them to know this. But, like, how are Jeff's tapes, like, what, those t- those tapes, like, his real world, like, tapes that he's taken of them at the <laughs> Yeah, those party? ones where... It makes yeah, no sense. Like, okay. The Blair Witch, you know, Yeah, it's very take, shaky yeah. handheld. It's yeah. crazy. Luke says Brent got a video camera for his birthday, and he's always bringing girls to the cabin. And I was like, where is this cabin? I don't, like... I know they were in the cabin. They've been in the cabin several times. But how close is it to their house? Because the time frames just don't match up. Mm-hmm. So Megan says, Brent might make a tape. There's no way he would play it at your dad's big party. And Isabella says, oh, obviously it was a team effort. It was Jeff and Brent. And I was like, Isabella's grasping at all the straws. She's like, we need to talk to them. And Luke says he'll go with on, along with any plan they want, but he will handle Brent. And Isabella says, no way. You can't handle Brent. You owe Megan. She's always been there for you. If you don't make this right for Luke, I swear to God. And I was like, what has she been there for him for? Like, are we going to get into that? Because I feel like they were just friends, whatever. Also, we're in public. Can you have a little discretion here? People Yeah, they're standing. This whole scene is standing on the city street. And, of course, they're arguing. They're getting each other's faces. And there's, there's a cop there. So the cop calls Luke over. Luke says, lay low until I talk to Brent. Megan says, they need to go home. And Isabella says, I need to go do something first. Like, do crimes and weird stuff. Bye. (laughs) I did actually write in my note, please show me Jeff footage that does not look like a drunk toddler filmed it. So there you go. It's very professional. It's it's intentional. Super. It's subtle. It's subtle. I get That's a choice he made. Yeah. In the bad green summer, Megan and Parker are walking to the police station while a bunch of people no, are Isabella. walking out past them. Isabella. Oh, my God. I did, right? I've done that several times in my notes, but yes. Uh, okay. And I also keep calling Megan Kate from last year. Oh, shit. They do have similar vibes. Okay. For sure. Anyways. Isabella and Parker are walking to the police station while a bunch of people are walking out past them, like, whispering. One guy says to Isabella, did you kill Luke so you could have Megan all to yourself? And Parker's like, just ignore them. That was Jeff. Not some guy. That was Jeff. What? Yeah, that was Jeff. I literally said one guy. How did it I was Freddie and Jeff. Jeff. And that was Jeff that said that. Maybe my eye went to Freddie. 
maybe. Who I don't know who that is, but he's the okay. guy from the first one that said that she was going to be most likely to be celibate and oh. whatever. Okay. <sighs> I can't keep all these young children straight. It's, it's all right. <laughs> Isabella notices Megan sitting in a car, so she gets in. Megan tells her to get out. But she ignores that and tells her, look, we need to stick to our story. Megan just nods. Isabella tells Megan she's leaving on Tuesday anyway. And then Megan flips out. She's like, nah, I don't think so, bitch. You're not leaving me here to deal with this shit. Until this is over, you're not going anywhere. Not if you want me to keep my mouth shut. Hold on. I have to, I have to say one thing. Oh. Megan is sitting outside that police station in the passenger seat of her own car. <laughs> and Isabella comes over and sits in the driver's seat. What the fuck is happening? Why? I don't know. Like, she just planned in the head? And then, of course, Megan has to do the classic storm off. So, and she doesn't yeah. go into the police station. She just walks away. What is happening on this show? Oh, that is the Chatham way. In the winter, Isabella has dropped off Megan, and now this is what crime she was going to go do. She's sneaking around outside Luke's house, and she runs into Parker, who is also sneaking around outside. They both claim to be there looking for Brent. Parker says how Brent tried to film her once, and she said no, and now she's wondering if he did anyway. So I guess the plan is to break into the house and look for sex tapes. So they start walking around the house, looking for hidden keys or unlocked windows, and I guess the richest people in town don't have a security system because there's no cameras, no alarms, nothing. Parker asks if Megan kicked her out because if my best friend slept with my boyfriend, no way I'd let her live with me. And Isabella says, well, things aren't great, but all I care about right now is finding these tapes that we don't even know if they exist, but we're going to go look for anyway. Isabella picks up a vase, vase, whatever you want to say. Planter. To check for a key under it, but gets a better idea and just chucks it through the sliding glass door. Again, no alarm, nothing. They just walk in. I said they don't have cameras or staff, but I love that they said that she's like, Parker's like, I know they have a hide-a-key around here somewhere. So instead of looking for the hide-a-key, what they do, their big plan is Parker goes and tries the door, and Isabella walks right behind her and tries it, too. That's what they did. Every door. Parker would try it, and Isabella would try it. And I was like, you guys are not good at this. Like, this is terrible. You are not good at crime. Back in the past, in the first summer, Isabella is making fancy drinks and cutting limes when Brent comes over and offers to help in a sexually weird way and she tells him to go squeeze his own limes and she also brandishes a knife and offers to call over parker and rat on him and he's like geez i thought european chicks are more open-minded and this is when isabella says i am open-minded but i'm not european and i was like record scratch because i don't know what's happening suddenly megan is there and asks to stash her backpack behind the bar because obviously these rich fuckers want to steal her computer cables and overdue bills <laughs> that's what they're going after today Isabella offers her some lemonade. It has no booze in it. And she says, because I know you don't drink. See, I pay attention. And I was like, she's said it like 800 times. And when she hasn't said it, somebody (laughs) else has said it for her. Megan says, yeah, you don't miss anything. And walks away. Well, then a classic storm off. Because that's what we do. In the winter, back in the winter of the horrible escapade to get inside this house, um, Parker opens a cabinet and says, they keep all their movies in here. I was like, their sex tapes get housed with their regular VHS movies? <laughs> yeah, sure. Like, what is this house? Isabella is non-discriminatory and starts ripping tapes out of each one and throwing them on the floor. She sees one that says Christmas, not 88. And Parker says, wait, their mom was alive then. Don't ruin those. And, like, snatched up a whole pile of tapes. 
And she's like, this this shelf right here are Brent's sports tapes. And Isabel goes, ew, I don't want to think about what he calls sports. So they start jumping up and down on these tapes while I'm a bitch, I'm a leather plate. And Parker all of a sudden says, oh, by the way, Brent has a secret stash of movies in his room. I was like, yeah. We're Why did they normal, go to that first? Where a normal person would keep a sex tape. Not in with the Disney movies and the big clamshell cases, but whatever. <laughs> Suddenly they hear a garage door and they decide to run away. Just run out their, the crash door that they made. Oh, my God. Okay, so at the pool party, because the garage door goes up and it, we cut to Isabella and Luke in the garage of the house looking for tiki torches. What are they and looking for? You, what are they looking for? Well, I first searched for candle, like stick things by the pool. That did not give me the answer I was looking for. Then I had to Google the bamboo torch things. Literally, I Googled bamboo torch things later. And then just... As I'm sitting there, it just comes to me, tiki torch, tiki torch. I want you to know that that really did not ever appear on a Google search. I just got a bunch of um, like shopping things for like, oh, did you want to buy this bamboo torch? That's literally what it kept calling them. But anyway, I'm smart. Tiki torches. They get tiki torches. He asks how things are going with Megan. She says, not great. And he's like, yeah, she's a tough nut to crack. But once you do, she'll be the best, most loyal friend ever. Like, she'd help you bury a body (sighs) like mine. He says, she's so awesome. He's sure Megan will come around soon. And she asks if he will put in a good word for her. He's like, totally. So now we're at the family meeting that dad called that Luke was talking about earlier. And Steve is stomping around on all the broken glass. And she's like, this tape is the gift that keeps on giving. What's next, arson? He asks if that's the only tape. Brent says yes, but Luke screams that's a lie. But if he didn't make the tape, how would they know that that's the only tape? You know right. What I mean? It's very okay. weird. This whole thing makes no sense. Yeah, no, it doesn't. He tells the boys to clean this up, you know, clean up the glass or whatever, because he's done cleaning up their messes. Luke says he's sorry. The dad says you should be telling that to Megan. You have no idea what this might cost our family. You know, I had investors there, damn it. I was like, the principal, the fucking principal, Luke. That's who was there. <laughs> they had all that money to spend. In the green woe times of summer 2000, Dad Steve is on the back porch opening up a pack of cigarettes when Debbie walks up. She apologizes, you know, because they have found Luke's body and now we know that he is no longer with us. She says, she's here for them. He says, you shouldn't be. I'm cursed. First Jane, then Luke. And I was like, I think that you had said this before that you didn't think they were together anymore. And I'm, I, I think for sure they are not together anymore, but they seem to still be friendly with each other like it wasn't a bad breakup they just you know well does she still work for him i'm so confused and why is, what is he paying her that all her bills are overdue because in the happy super happy times all her bills are overdue because that's when megan's like i'll get a job at college right but she's obviously still working for him with these investors and she's banging him so you'd think that she would have better she'd be sitting better financially yeah like you're a rich ass dude and your your woman's like i don't know i don't want a guy paying my bills i kind of do but i don't but I don't know. I have questions. Okay. At the pool party, Isabella is being a sloppy bitch and spills alcohol on Megan's backpack. Not her cords! God help her! Not her computer cords! <laughs> she just, like, hastily wipes it off and then looks inside and sees a little bag of pills. And I was like, Megan, how could you? Is this a Jesse Spano situation? Is she going to be just so <laughs> excited? 
I'm sorry. I was like, that's the save of the bell joke, kids, just so you know. Cut to Megan playing Marco Polo in the water by herself? Question mark. She says Marco, no one. There's literally no one else in the pool. <laughs> like, let's have this bitch shut her eyes and let's all go for a walk. And they just left her in there. <laughs> so that's when fireworks start going off. So Isabella are Luke and playing with sparklers while giant unmanned fireworks go off above them. Who is setting these <laughs> off? No one knows. I don't know. It also when they went to get the tiki torches, there was a little box that said fireworks next to the tiki torches. So okay, oh, okay. That song she's so high is playing while Isabella spins in slow motion. And I was like, does Megan love Isabella or is this jealousy? So she gets out of the pool, and Luke hands her a sparkler. She says, thanks, Pyro. She says, was this her idea? And she likes being the center of tension. And Luke says, um, what do you want her to do? Like, go home? She lives so far away. He tells her she should make an effort, and Isabella is watching all this because she's in love with Megan? Question mark? I don't know what's happening with these girls. In the wintertime, Isabella and Megan are sitting outside the homeless encampment that Isabella is staying in, a.k.a. the RV, and, and she's telling Megan how she threw a planter through the door, and Megan's like, oh, girl, you're crazy, and Isabella says, there is anything she wouldn't do for you, girl. Megan says, she doesn't know what she'd do without her, and Isabella says, don't worry about it. You're stuck with me. I'm not going anywhere. This will blow over, and then everything will be back to normal. I don't think it will be because Luke's going to be dead. But anywho's. Okay, so back at this eternal pool party, Isabella gets into a hot tub with Megan, I, I guess. And within two seconds, she's called her out about the pills in the bag. Megan doesn't even bother to act offended that Isabella went through her bag. She's like, oh, okay, you saw my pills. Isabella says, everyone around here thinks they know you so well, but they don't know you at all. And Megan's like, it's not like that, okay? They just help me stay up late so I can study. So it is a Jesse Spanish situation. I know. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended Isabella's like whatever I don't judge do no life whatever uh, I know that you didn't want me to come we don't have to be friends but let's find a way to coexist she's like I, basically I won't tell anybody about your pill habit if you stop acting like a cunt okay and then she walks away because that's what they do in Chatham it's the Chatham way it's the Chatham way they just they walk away the Chatham way in the green 2000 the sheriff is questioning a bunch of kids at the police station it's like he asks a question and it'll be one kid and then they answer and it's just like this rolling um no what's that thing the spinning like revolving door yes yes revolving door there you go the sheriff is questioning a bunch of kids at the police station one after the other he asked parker when she last saw luke she says at a new year's eve party uh, and, and I'm going to say another girl and another guy, and I'm sure you know these people's names. I because... don't. I have them as random girl. I think I have a lot oh, okay. of them as random people. I knew what, who Jeff was, but that's about it. Yes. That's it. Okay. So another girl was saying how he and Megan were past all the stuff with the tape. They were all lovey-dovey. He asks... Jeff. Uh, Jeff, if he saw Luke leave, I guess from this New Year's Eve party, and he says, yes, uh, he left with Megan. They seemed fine. Then he asks another girl if Isabella was there. She says, yes, and she and Megan were fighting. And then there's some other guy, and he asks that dude what they were fighting about. He says he doesn't know. He says, I don't speak girl. He's so uh, offensive. Whoa. Whatever. You don't speak girl because one has never spoken to you before. And he thought Isabella, he was bummed because he thought Isabella was going to be his number one resolution for Y2K. He was such a creep. 
God. So it's Isabella's turn in the chair now. She's here with Debbie. I guess all those other kids' parents were like, best of luck with the sheriff. I I have a hair appointment. (laughs) He clarifies how she and Luke dated first, but then they broke up and he started dating Megan. And then they were talking about the tape thing. And Isabella's like, speaking of which, shouldn't you be looking into who made the tape of two minors having sex? He glazes right over that and asks, why are you still in Chatham? She responds, oh, you mean why did I not let myself get run out of town? Debbie stands up and she's like, okay, we're done. We're, we're, we're leaving. And Isabella's like, sit down, Debbie. I got this. The sheriff says, as I recall, when Luke first went missing, you were ready to board the next plane out of the country. She says, well, yeah, but then Debbie got sick. So I decided to stay and help out. And he's like, oh, that's so nice of you. Wouldn't have anything to do with the whole three schools in three years before you came here, would it? This is news to Debbie. And I was like, okay, again, this exchange student program is questionable. Like, go you sketch. You wouldn't know that the girl you're having live in your house has been to three different schools in the last three years. Whatever. Uh, Isabella scoffs and she's like, is that all you've got? He's like, for now. But it's not hard to notice a pattern. I'm like, what? What pattern? What Trouble a, follows her wherever she mi- goes. Missing, <laughs> missing boys at all these other schools, too. Uh, she stands up because now it's her turn to say she's done. She says, I'm not saying another word without my lawyer. And then she walks out because Chatham. Some deputy walks up to the sheriff and he asks, what 17-year-old knows to ask for a lawyer? And the sheriff's like, one who's needed one before. And I was like, or just literally anyone who has ever seen one episode of a police procedural show on TV. Like, it's not like a secret that you shouldn't talk to the police and you should ask for a lawyer especially when you are clearly being suspected of something nefarious this random deputy has like supersonic hearing because he was not in this interrogation room <laughs> and he sees her walk out and he's like well 17 year old dude i was like how did you hear that like do you have your ear pressed against the door what is this yes. what is this town because there's nothing else going on he's he was definitely listening in this is big news in the wintertime, Brent and Luke are together, and Brent asks Luke if their dad left, and he says, yeah, and he's like, I haven't seen dad mad like that in a while, and Luke says, yeah, it's you and your friggin' tapes, friggin', he says, friggin', <laughs> and Brent says, it wasn't one of mine, somebody else made you a celebrity, Luke says, how can you keep track, you have a whole collection, do you even care about those girls, I have that all in caps for some reason, <laughs> I don't know, very, very, Luke is very <laughs> incensed about him, dude. Brett says, well, these skanks love the attention. Trust me, these girls love being famous in a small town. And when she's 40, Isabella's will think of these as the best days of her life. And Luke says, um, so will you, because Brent is going nowhere fast. Brent says, dude, why do you have to be a little bitch all the time? These girls have you by the ball. He says, I don't know who put that tape in, but it wasn't me. I'm starting to wonder, was it Isabella? Was, like, she trying to break Megan and Luke up? And, like, I don't know. Mm. That's just a thought. Back in the past, in the way, way back times, Isabella and Luke are using noodles in the pool because that's so sexy. And Isabella says she loves night swimming. And Luke's like, yeah, my mom used to take us out night swimming, but it was scary. And my mom had one rule not to get her hair wet. But she always got her hair wet. And I was like, this is such the randomest thing. Isabella suddenly notices she's missing an earring. Her special earring. Lisa gave it to her. And suddenly she's Kim K in the ocean. She's total Kardashian. My diamond earring! (laughs) Luke goes underwater and 
immediately finds it. Like, it was such a Kardashian moment. He, like, pulled it out. He's like, bing. I've never, like. I was like, hashtag here. I want to say I have never watched the Kardashians, but I have seen that clip many times because it's ridiculous. He pulls it out. He's like, here's your earring. If you just opened your goddamn eyes and looked down, you would have found it, too. (laughs) And Isabella kisses him while she's still holding on to a noodle. Apparently, she can't swim. I don't know. And Megan all watches this sadly because that is Megan's constant face. So in the wintertime, Luke and Megan are laying in her bed. And I was like, what is this house that you're running, Debbie? But whatever. And Luke is telling her that Brent gets a free pass for everything. And he's a constant disappointment. His dad doesn't like him. He's not a jock. He has no interest in business. I was on a sex tape at his big party. He acts like he's, I'm like, not cool. And also, what's worse is that everyone in town thinks he cheated on Megan. Megan's like, I know the truth. That's all that matters. Does Brent know what's beyond the tape? And he's like, oh, no. He thinks it's Isabella. And she's like, are you sure? He's like, dude's a creep, but he can't keep a secret. He would have had said something right away. And I was like, that's true. He would have. Yeah. So this is when Megan says, you are the most important person in the world to me. I'm not going to let anything or anyone come between us. Ride or die. And I was like, oh, because... Camera pans back, and Isabella is, like, sitting, like, a, I was, I was waiting for it to pull back and her be on, like, an adjoining bed, like, <laughs> staring at them, but she's at the top of the stairs, probably bringing up more soup. I don't know. And she's just sitting there, and she's hearing all this, and she's got, you know, she's teary-eyed, so she storms off. How they didn't hear her storm off? I don't know. And she finds Debbie downstairs putting a puzzle together, or, well, no, Debbie's just holding up puzzle pieces and staring at them. <laughs> Quizzically, like, what does this do? <laughs> How does and this she, work? I know. So Isabella tells Debbie there's something she needs to know. All right, back at the pool party, Luke and Isabella are out of the pool, and Jeff is taking a bunch of pictures. And they're like, Megan, come over and get in the pictures with us. No, so no. First, Jeff says, Megan, you're in the shot. So he tells her <laughs> to leave. <laughs> I thought he was in love with Megan, and then he's like, he goes, Megan, you're in the shot. And his mom's like, no, she can stay. It's so mean. <laughs> and I love that Megan's like, oh, okay. And like, well, it's not quick, guys, to get out of the picture. She's like, were we still playing Marco Polo? You guys got real quiet. <laughs> oh, oh, poor Megan. Anyway, this is where the picture came from that Isabella found in the drawer earlier. Okay, but okay, <laughs> okay. Back in, um or forward in the bad summer times, Isabella is on the phone on the cell phone making a call. She's also taking some pills out of a medicine cabinet. Someone answers who my captioning calls Vivian. Oh, I didn't Isabella's miss that mom. altogether. I missed that. Well, it it, it just said, you know, you wouldn't have known if you hadn't had captions. I had the captions on, but I also noticed that she, I was, com- I was concerned by, she took all those pills out and then just poured them all in the toilet. What was that? Are they Debbie's medicine? She's like, fuck you, Debbie. <laughs> I think they're benzodiazepine. Oh. Anyway, um, oh. Vivian asks if everything is okay. And meanwhile, Isabella has emptied this pill container. And then she smashes the pill container on the floor, scoops up all the pieces, flushes the pills down the toilet. And on the phone, she says to her mother, I need your help. I'm in trouble. So, yeah, I 
think they probably were Debbie's mm. pills. It's just, I don't know whoever's pills, but I think that's where the benzodiazepine came from. So she's getting rid of that evidence. I missed that, like, all together. Way to go, smarty pants, because I missed that. I was more, <laughs> I don't know. So smart. Tiki torches and what was the other dumb thing I did? Well, you know, just my whole life. But what is Debbie's deal? Like, what is she sick with? Like, and why, why would you think as an exchange student, this lady's sick, I should stick around and help out by eating more of her food, having to house me in their RV? I feel like the exchange program would be like, okay, we, we can't continue this. Like, I, I don't even feel like that would be an option. Well, even like it's regardless at the end of the school year, you got to go home. You can't stay right. there forever. And I was like, okay, how did I completely and everyone completely misread this tape? I'm trying to be like, how did everyone assume right off the bat that it was Isabella? And I think it's because of how horrified Megan looked. It was ve- no, it was very clear because they said that's Isabella's sweater. Oh my god, that's Isabella's sweater laying in the oh, pile. Oh yeah, and there was and then there was the whole thing about I love shopping your closet. So she was wearing Isabella's clothes, and it was Isabella's sweater. Yes. So they assumed it was Isabella. Right, and when she freaks out and runs out, yeah. they're like, oh, oh that, sh- that she's that's because that's Isabella, not her being like, oh, shit, there's a sex tape of me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that happened. My current theories is that Isabella is not an exchange student at all. Well, first of all, she's no diplomat. Let's just get that clear. She's not a diplomat. <laughs> she's a troubled teen from bumfuck Idaho or something. She's from somewhere. And I think that a, a foreign exchange student came to her school or they had a foreign exchange student at her house named Lisa. But I really think that Isabella is probably Lisa in real life and that her exchange student was named Isabella. And she decided that she was just going to go on an adventure and decided to be like pretend to be she's in this exchange program. Like she found one of the like this letter or something like her this other girl showed her a letter and she's like boom i'm gonna move these people's house oh that could be it and i'm gonna pretend to be an exchange student because that makes me look cool and exotic and that's why nothing about this exchange program makes sense because it's not real it's something that maybe even her mother and her orchestrated for some reason monetary or i don't know why but i feel like because she made, like, the whole point about explaining who Lisa was. is like, she's ambitious, she's driven, she won't stop till she gets what she wants. I think she's describing who she really is. Like, whoever, mm-hmm. I think she is Lisa, and so she's decided to become this Isabella persona. So this is, that's why she gets Megan, is because she and Megan are the same person, or very similar. I think right. she probably saw this letter, because she made a point of saying, I love the pictures that Debbie sent. Like, she's like, oh, that girl looks cute. I'm going to go pretend to be an exchange student and hang out in her backyard for a year. (laughs) (laughs) Not in a creepy way. No. That totally makes sense. All right. Well, let's see. If you were going to be an exchange student, where would you want to go? Ooh. Ooh. Hmm. I don't know. I know where I'd want to go, but I've already been there, so I want to pick somewhere else. I'd love to go to Italy. I would love it. Oh, yeah. But I've already been there. So... I would like to go to Australia. I don't know if I could deal with all the things down there that are trying to kill you I would, all the time. I would love to but go to, like, like it would be a Japan place. or something like that. I'd mm-hmm. love to get that 
uh, or going to Africa has been a dream of mine for forever. So I would love to do that, but it's terrifying. So maybe as an exchange yeah. thing. Um, but I, I mean, oh, literally anywhere. I would go anywhere. If I could go back in time, these are all the things that I would have done differently. Is I would have traveled and done all this stuff, and I would have made up a persona. Mm-hmm. I've been way cooler in my in my <laughs> in my exchange student life. Exactly. If you're just pretending, just be anything, be anybody, be the best you could be. For sure. Yeah. I, I'm trying to think. Um, Brazil mm, seems see. like a really amazing place to visit and learn about. Yeah, lots of lots of options for you to think about and tell us about and lots of options for places where you could tell us like where Tiffany you could go to our website at that's so original podcast.com send us an email at that's so original podcast at gmail.com and on over to Instagram or Facebook and check out that's so original podcast check out our memes they are incredible and they're super fun um, you can go on Twitter. Is it still Twitter or is it X now? Who knows? Uh, it's X this week, but I hear there's some uh, trademark copyright issues popping up. So who knows for how long? Well, that other place where you can type and do things is that so pod. You can go in to iTunes, like us, leave us a five star review. That would be incredible. It really would be. Follow us on Spotify. We are on all the podcast places. Like us and follow us and adore us. And, you know, do it, throw money at us. Yeah. I don't know. Something. You can absolutely do that, too. Whatever. Just I mean, throw me money at me because my house is crumbling around my ears. So that would be great. <laughs> Just do it. Yeah. Venmo at Tiffany needs a new basement. A new basement, a new light, a tree out of my yard. There's so many things. Mm-hmm. There's just so many things. Oh, yeah. So help us out. Why won't you? Why don't you? Okay, thanks. Um, we will be back next time with episode three of Cruel Summer. I don't know what's called. You'll find out then. Bye. 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 I don't know. Okay. Mm-mm-mm-mm.